This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, you may have heard there was a vote on Salt Spring Island, and it was a vote about staying the way things are or becoming a municipality. The island, which has a population of about 10,000 people, has voted to stay the way things are. And joining us to talk a little bit more about what this means for the island of Salt Spring is Murray Weiss, and he is with the positively no side of the vote. Murray, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Hey, good morning, Jill. Uh, talk a little bit. This was the second time there was this kind of vote on the island. How divisive was it to on Salt Spring? Well, yeah, it was the second time in 15 years. So the last time was 2002. And that time, Salt Spring voted against incorporation 70% to 30%. This time, the vote was, you know, 62% against, 38% for. So in 15 years, the, the share of the vote for incorporation went up 8%. Yeah, there's not a great uh, desire for it here. Uh, and so what is, what, being on the positively no side, what is your opposition to becoming a municipality? Well, there's a number of things, but really almost up at the top is the uh, preserving the Islands Trust. I mean, in 1974, the Islands Trust was put in to preserve and protect the Gulf Islands. And before that, they were getting carved up like tiny little lots Hundreds and hundreds of little city-sized lots were starting to be developed on, on the Gulf Islands. So to stop that, the province uh, put in the Islands Trust Act, which separated service delivery from land use decisions, which means that when the Islands Trust makes a decision around subdivision or zoning, it doesn't have to look at how much money it will bring in. It just has to look at whether it's good for the island, whether it will preserve the environment, whether it will be good for the citizens. And this has kept the islands the way they are for, you know, such a long time. We don't want to change that. Uh, under uh, the current system as well, so things uh, like policing, uh, RCMP and such, so those are picked up by the province, are they not? That is, and roads. Roads are a huge uh, issue on Salt Spring. We have more kilometers of road per capita than Victoria, than anybody really. So it would be a, it, I mean, one of the reasons really that this keeps coming back, because the province wants to download the cost of those, just like it does onto other municipalities. I mean, you know, municipalities all over Canada and B.C. are struggling with costs that get downloaded from the federal government to the provincial government, the provincial government to the municipal government. And Salt Spring just, we're 10,000 people, we don't have a big tax base. It would be really, it would, it would put so much pressure on a city council to approve more and more, particularly commercial development, that it would change Salt Spring forever. Uh, because the, the, one of the arguments I, I was hearing as well is that the island is growing with the population. Is it fair that others in the province pay for those uh, through the province paying for roads and RCMP? Uh, why doesn't Salt Spring pay for its own, like every other municipality? Well, partly because we're not a municipality. We're a rural, unincorporated area. So we pay into the rural tax fund. And out of that, money comes back. So we pay into it, and then provincial money comes back. One of the things you have to realize about Salt Spring is we have no roads into or outside, you know, into or going out of the island that every other municipality has that are covered by the Ministry of Transport. So to get to Salt Spring, you have to take the ferry. You can't get here by roads. So there's, there's a certain asymmetry with that argument. It just doesn't apply to an island. Uh, do you think things will change as the population grows? Well, there's a lot of change in the air right now, and 
it's a funny thing because the you know the yes side was promoting change, 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 but for the last fifteen years, this sort of specter of possible incorporation has been like a a giant boulder in the middle of the road, and we just haven't been able to get around it. Now that it's been taken off the table, we can look at making a number of different changes and yet keeping our essential rural nature, keeping the island's trust intact, and yet making changes within that framework. So there's a lot of really positive energy that's been released by this vote, and people are going to be meeting within the next couple of weeks looking at different alternatives, looking at ways of enhancing what we have, but keeping what's best about it. Because it is uh, one of the of the Gulf Islands, it does seem uh, the most uh, the busiest when you when you arrive in uh, in the harbor. There there can be rush hour on Salt Spring. I mean, oh, yeah. there are condos. There there there's a lot happening on Salt Spring Island. There is a lot happening, and a lot of it has been happening thanks to a lot of community volunteer work. We have an incredible library. We have. Uh, you know, about five affordable housing projects on the go. We have a pool, we have the Art Spring Performing Center, and we've done all that through the kind of grants that most municipalities haven't been able to achieve. We've somehow been able to do that, and a lot of it comes from the, the community energy that's organized around that. And there's a fear that that, too, could get lost with a shift to municipality and paid staff and everything sort of done for you. Here we kind of, we do it for ourselves here, and we've done a good job of that. Uh, one of the arguments, though, was by having a mayor and council, there would be more input, and you would have more control over what happens on the island. Well, it sounds good, but you know, a lot of that control ends up. It's like what I was saying before. Even with the best of will and the most, you know, green mayor and council, the pressure that municipality structure puts on them to raise funds to pay for these new services, the money has to come from somewhere, and really the only place it can come from is increased commercial development. So over the years, people usually don't know what doesn't happen, but over the years, the Islands Trust has turned down proposals for you know, massive condos in watersheds, golf courses where we now have farms, that kind of thing all of a sudden would start looking very, very attractive because you've got to pay the bills for the roads, you've got to pay the bills for the police, got to pay the bills for the new city hall, you've got to pay the bills for all the staff. So, you know, that kind of control sounds good, but really it's not there. Uh, do you think, will the two sides be able to work together moving forward, uh, seeing as, as the, the split is getting a bit narrower? Well, I certainly hope so. You know, there's there's a lot of people on Salt Spring that really, you know, just want what's best for the island. And one of the benefits, really, of this uh, campaign has been that we've really been able to put out an awful lot of, you know, very, you know, objective information on how our governance works. I mean, you know, people move to Salt Spring. I mean, who's ever heard of the Islands Trust? You know, it's it's unique. There's no other government like it in Canada. So you move to Salt Spring, and think, oh, wow, this is a nice place. I like this. And you don't realize that one of the reasons it is the way it is is because of the Islands Trust. So this debate has brought that up a lot more into people's minds. And I think people now realize sort of how precious what we have is, and at the same time that, yes, there are ways we can work together to make it better, and let's do that. Uh, you mentioned you pay into the rural tax fund, though. Do you, is it less expensive then for residents paying into the tax fund than it would be under a municipality? 
Uh, it probably would be. Property taxes under a municipality would go up. Uh, there's, there's no way around it. So it would be more expensive to uh, under a municipality. Property taxes would go up. Uh, farm taxes would go up. It would, it would be, yeah. And I would imagine that's part of the reason that the no side was so vocal. Well, that was one of the reasons. And, you know, it's interesting because 15 years ago, I think that was a much more uh, decisive issue. And this time around, it was certainly part of it. There's no getting, you know, there's no denying that. But I think one of the reasons we we chose the name Positively No is because we were positive about what we had. And there was this emphasis on Look at what we've got. Look at what we've done. How did we do this? How did we get here? Oh, we've got the Islands Trust. Oh, we have this incredible volunteer uh, culture. Let's keep that and let's make it even better. All right. Well, uh, Murray, thank you so much uh, for joining us and talking a bit more about this well, thank you, today. Jim. Thank you for being interested in what's happening on Salt Spring. Yeah, very much so. Uh, <laughs> Murray, we'll talk to you again at the next vote, I'm sure. Oh, I hope not. All right. Thanks so much for your time. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Vancouver's News. Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.